On today's show, thanks to strong Jeep and Ram sales, FCA outsold Ford in September. Volkswagen parts ways with Audi's CEO, and I'll share my driving impressions of the Corvette Grand Sport. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the global automotive industry. Volkswagen announced it's terminated the contract of Audi CEO Rupert Stadler. He was suspended by the company in June after being taken into custody by German authorities, who accused him of interfering with its diesel emission investigation. The two sides are parting ways because Stadler can't fulfill his duties while in custody and to let him focus on his defense. Automakers saw sales slump in the U.S. in September. According to Ward's Auto, 1.43 million new vehicles were sold, which is down 2% compared to a year ago. But the SAR hit 17.36 million units, which is an improvement from August's 16.62 million figure. Pretty much all of the top manufacturers struggled in September. General Motors dropped by 12%, and Toyota was down 7%. But look at FCA. Not only did sales jump nearly 20%, it outsold Ford by more than 7,600 units. Honda and Nissan were also down last month. Most of the drop in sales can be blamed on the plunging passenger car market. The segment fell by more than 110,000 units compared to a year ago, which is one of the worst drops we've seen. VinFast is a new brand from Vietnam trying to make inroads in the global auto industry. We'll tell you more about that right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by ExxonMobil. Renault showed off its vision for future mobility with a wild-looking concept called the Easy Ultimo. It's an autonomous, electric, connected, and shared mobility vehicle. It isn't equipped with a steering wheel or pedals, and there's just a single swiveling seat for the rider, plus a bench seat for other passengers. The interior also features premium materials like leather, wood, and marble. It was designed for upscale ride hailing for a single trip for an hour or for a day. VinFast, the first volume car manufacturer from Vietnam, just took the wraps off two world premieres at the Paris Auto Show, The first time an automaker from the country has displayed vehicles at a major international show. Called the Lux A 2.0 sedan and the Lux SA 2.0 SUV, they were developed in Vietnam and will also be manufactured in the country. The styling of the vehicles was done by Italian design house Pininfarina, and both models are powered by a 2-liter turbo 4-cylinder gasoline engine that's mated to an 8-speed automatic transmission from ZF. Deliveries of those vehicles start in Vietnam in June of 2019, and global shipments begin in 2020. Say, would you like to work out while driving a car? Well, there may soon be something for you. Fit Car is a vehicle, an Audi A4 in this case, that has had its throttle replaced with a bicycle pedal mechanism. The pedals are mated to a flywheel, which will generate an electronic signal to engage the accelerator. Want to speed up? Just pedal harder, and there's three driving modes. 
drive slow for congested urban traffic, drive fast for the highway, and no drive for when you're not moving. With this new setup, there wasn't room for a brake pedal, so it's been replaced by a handbrake, similar to what you might find in a disabled person's vehicle. The developers of Fitcar say they would like to see an automaker adopt the technology to offer a healthier version of a city car, or Fitcar would offer it as an aftermarket conversion kit. I don't know, I like the novelty of the idea, but I don't see it ever catching on. Coming up next, we're reminded why people are so passionate about Corvettes. With Hellions spewing out over 800 piston-thumping horsepower and electric wonder kids hitting 60 miles per hour in under two and a half seconds, I've been guilty of looking past what are otherwise sporty cars, the kind that have enough power to have fun, but a wider threshold before you hit that point of no return. They're predictable, they're controllable, and every time I get into one, I say to myself, how did I forget about this car? The Corvette Grand Sport we recently had at our office fits right into this category for me. It didn't take long, but I realized I had forgotten just how good the LT1 V8 engine is. It almost has this progression of exhaust engine notes. Light throttle yields a nice low burble, but you can just feel it has a lot more to give. From there, it transitions to a deeper grunt, and finally over to this high revving race engine sound. It gives the driving dynamic a lot of character. But one place that's lacking in character is the interior. I remember driving the new C7 when it first came out, and I liked the interior. It was a big step up from the previous generation car. But four years later, it looks, well, a bit meh. You may notice parts and pieces from other GM vehicles, which helps to keep costs down. But it just ends up dating the interior more quickly. And that's even with all the added suede, leather, and blue stitching of the 3LT package on our test car. I actually think coming up with a Corvette interior is one of the hardest things a designer could do. With the Corvette, I believe it's one area where designers could go more retro and actually get away with it. I, however, don't feel the same way about the exterior. It looks as good, if not better than it did four years ago. Our test car included a thick black stripe down the middle, red graphics over the fenders, and a carbon fiber ground effects package, which in total really helps to accentuate the lines of the car. And the color is really unique. It's called Ceramic Matrix Gray Metallic, although I'm not sure it would have looked as good without all the add-ons. And speaking of those add-ons, they really add up on this car. A Corvette Grand Sport starts a little over $65,500. But our test vehicle came in at $94,300. That's nearly $28,000 in options after you factor out destination charges. I could easily do away with a lot of it and still get a really good looking car. I would miss the amazing carbon ceramic brakes, but unless you're really going to use them, who'd want that typical brake squeal you get from carbon ceramics and the $8,000 price tag? That also includes summer-only tires and the Z07 suspension package. Just give me the exterior graphics and the carbon fiber ground effects, and I'd be good. I calculate that would cost around $75,000, which is a little easier to stomach. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.